Hey, hey, welcome to the Intentional Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Ange Barnard, and on today's episode, we're talking about you having a fun and fulfilling holiday season. I have seven tips for you that I believe will help you have a fun and fulfilling holiday season and keep that energy high. So this episode was not planned. This is because I just felt this desire to want to talk with you today. I was journaling this morning, I had my coffee. I've been actually having cacao in the morning, which I really love. There are so many benefits to drinking cacao and I've been drinking the ceremonial grade cacao. You can Google it if you're not familiar, but it just is like this, it tastes like this delicious, uh, like hot chocolate, but more of like, there's just so many health benefits to it. And I add like some almond milk and cinnamon and like a squirt of stevia, and I just really love it. But this morning, I wanted my coffee. So I had a little bit of coffee, I was doing my journaling, and I felt that tug, like I wanna talk with you about this. Um, I had sent myself a text message with a list of seven tips for me to enjoy the holiday season. So I talked to myself a lot, I was going for a walk, and I was texting myself these tips to review, and I thought, okay, this is helpful to me, it's probably gonna be helpful to you, So. I'm going to share that with you. And the other thing I want to say is I am so proud of myself. And I want you to be thinking about this as I'm talking. What are you proud of yourself for? What are you proud of yourself for? There's got to be something. For me, I've been doing the journaling in the morning and I notice my energy shift. Like there was a, a little gap there where I kind of fell off of my normal routine. But now that I'm back on, I just, I love it. It makes me feel so good. I really notice the difference. So. Proud of myself for that. Again, what are you proud of yourself for? Keeps that energy high when you think about that. And I also love that I'm implementing what uh, Moshe talked about in our last podcast episode about the journaling where you journal what basically what you're proud of yourself for in a sense. He said you notice the goodness, like how you are good, how God is good right? And you journal on those things because remember the two conditions that he talked about for unconditional happiness is the belief, is you believing, one, I am good. That's like, I am worthy. You are good. And two, that the universe is good. Or you can say God or whatever feels right to you. Believing those two things. So this is the thing. If you don't believe those things now, that means you have a program that's running that doesn't believe that, right? So how do you change that mental programming? Repetition, noticing, getting your brain to see evidence of the thing. This is why y'all, it's so important after you clarify your vision, which I'm gonna be talking about in this episode as well, is that you get your brain to search for evidence of you being that person. So there's less resistance around being that person because the brain is gonna trigger resistance around whatever is new for you. So we gotta work past that resistance. And one of the ways that you can do that is make whatever you want to happen familiar. This is you envisioning it. This is where you can bring in a vision board too and start to spend time thinking it. So then when you go out and be that person, the brain's not like, oh, it's my first time, this is uncomfortable. No, it's like, I've already seen this in my mind. There's less resistance around it. So that's something to think about. 
and again, I'm going to talk more about the vision side. So for me, what I've been doing is I've been programming and training my mind to be this person that really believes that I'm good and that I'm worthy. Because I was listening to a neuroscientist recently. I've been listening to so much stuff around how the brain works because I'm gearing up for this year's Clarify Your Vision online retreat. So we come together online, we spend just over three hours together, and we clarify our visions together. And I walk you through the whole entire process. And I have a special going on for the early birds that sign up by December 31st. This event is happening January 20th and the 21st. You pick the day that works best for you. There's two different chunks of time because I wanted to consider the different time zones. So I will give you that information. But what I'm saying here is since I've been like really studying this information around how the the brain works and how we can be better about training our brain to be the person that we want to be, because I want my information to really incorporate the latest when it comes to how the brain works, the latest research in that. So since I've been listening to the neuroscience galore, one of the things I keep hearing show up is that the, the biggest block that holds us back from designing the lives that we want, creating the results that we want, is this belief that we're not worthy of it, that we don't deserve it. And we know that, like, let's be real. Some of the things that you desire, you know that there might be that belief running where it's like, oh, I don't know if that really could happen for me. I don't know if I'm good enough for that. You know, that kind of stuff. That's what I'm talking about. So how do we shift that belief? We got to train our brain to think a different way. This is the stuff that we also do in the commit to your vision program that follows clarifying your vision. It's a, it's a really, it's a process that we go through around training our brain. And this year's commit to your vision is going to be so intentional because I got some new wisdom that I'm so excited to implement, um, more to come on that. But usually we launch that in February. Okay. So my whole point is me journaling is, is me training my brain to, to know that I am good, to know that I'm, a, I'm worthy and see evidence of it. And as I do that every day, the more likely I am to believe that. I pave a new neural pathway over the old neural pathway that might have had the BS stories around myself not being enough or whatever it is. You have to replace that neural pathway. That's how it works. And repetition helps you with that. So I'm implementing some of the things I'm learning on the podcast which is keeping track of how I am good, how I am worthy, the goodness that comes in my life, evidence of God being good to me. There's so much of it. And the more that I see that, the more that I'm going to see even more ways that God is good to me. And then the more more I show up with that good energy and I feel really good about my life. So that's something to think about when it comes to this holiday season is like, how are you training your brain through this season? Because we all know that The holidays can be stressful for a lot of us, very triggering for many reasons, maybe things that happened in past holidays, um, maybe losing loved ones around this time, maybe just feeling like you're without someone that you love. There's so many reasons why this season can be triggering for us. Being around people that we we normally don't want to be around or, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's so important that we are conscious of training our brain so that we can show up with the energy that we wanna have and to feel the way we wanna feel and be the people that we wanna be, that we can make ourselves proud ultimately. Okay, 
So let me go into my tips and then I'll tell you more about signing up for Clarify Your Vision if you wanna do it with us this year. I'm only teaching this live two times this year. It's that weekend, January 20th and January 21st. And it's super cheap. Like if you if you sign up by December 31st, it's 47 US dollars. After that, it's gonna double in price. And then we go, we start January 20th and 21st. The reason I'm telling you this is because I really believe one way that you can really enjoy this season is you can set a time that you know that you are gonna clarify your vision. And I suggest that you do it after this season is done. Like let yourself finish out this year, right? And really be present for it. But then set a time that you know that you were gonna sit down and clarify that vision. Most people don't do this. They don't sit down and think about what it is they want. Most people don't create what it is they want because they do not take the time to be intentional about thinking about what it is that they want. Don't let that be you because you cannot be intentional with your time, your money, your energy, all the things if you do not have a vision. Because how do you know you're being intentional? How do you know if you're living in alignment with something if you don't have a clear vision of what that is? So I have a process that I'm going to walk you through that tr- that is all about working with your brain, how your brain works. And then we also learn how to create a vision board that again, aligns with how your brain works. It's just a visual representation of the vision, the goals that you have. And we set goals based on identity for a reason, because your subconscious is 95% of results come from the subconscious. It's really related to identity. So some of us are setting goals just based on results, Mm-mm. We're gonna, we want to work because that's working with the conscious mind. That's only responsible for 5% of what happens in your life. Let's target the subconscious mind, switch up that identity, start to prove to our brain that we are that person now. That's what we do in this process. It's super intentional. And it's three hours-ish that we're on Zoom together. And I do, I'm going to say this, people have told me this, that I do a good job at helping people who really struggle with dreaming really create a vision. And there's so many reasons why people would struggle with dreaming. Because when you're so used to thinking about other people, it can be really hard to think about what it is that you desire. And a lot of us have been showing up in our lives always thinking about everybody else. So that makes a lot of sense. You've practiced that. You've gotten really good at it now. It may be hard for you to really think about what it is that you desire. The other thing that gets in the way, and I'll talk about these in the, cor- in the course or on, in the online retreat is what we call it because we want it to be fun. Um, another thing that gets in the way is your lack of belief in, in that being possible for you that you don't even allow yourself to say it. You don't even allow yourself to dream it because you're like, oh, I, have no, I, didn't know, I have no idea how that could even be. You know, so that's another block that can get in the way. So we got to allow ourselves to be in the energy state of being able to dream. So that's some of the stuff that you'll see in the course. The link to sign up for the course is going to be in the detail section of this episode. Message me on Instagram um, at Ange Barnard or you can um, email me. I'm old school and I love emails. So Ange at AngeBarnard.com and I'll make sure that you have the links to sign up. There's also a little workbook that you can download that comes comes with the course that's going to have the templates that we're going to be working off of. All the things. Okay, so that'll be available to you. Definitely take advantage while the price is low because after this year, this is when we're going to turn it into the online course. I'll still teach it live every year and people come back every year to do it. Um, But it will be more than what it is this year, just so you know. Okay, 
And I always like people to tell me that because I'm pretty intentional with my money. That's another identity that I've been working on. Oh, I took a course this past weekend. It was like three days long. And guys, oh my Lord, I learned so much about truly creating more wealth in your life and the money mindset and just things that I did not know. Like, can I tell you just real quick, a little shift? Like instead of thinking about creating a budget for yourself, think about creating a cash flow plan. Don't even call it a budget. And even when you are budgeting for things, like you're saying, I'm I'm putting money towards this, instead calling it allocation. Like your money's coming in and you are allocating money towards this thing, right? And it feels so different. Like I noticed myself, like budget makes me feel like, eh, like, you know, like constriction. But when I think about allocation, it's like choice. I'm choosing where my money goes. That's of a higher energy on the energetic scale. And then thinking about a cash flow plan. Like, think about that right now. Let that soak in. Budget versus cash flow plan. So I'm going through this entire process. And we talk about this in Commit to Your Vision as well. Some of y'all that have taken Commit to Your Vision in the past have Finance Friday or Money Monday, and you have been super intentional with your finances. We talk about that, but I'm going to bring in some new knowledge and I'm starting to implement some new things that I'm like, oh, game changers, game changers. And I'm, I'm actually so excited to take the time to look at my finances deeper and to have those set money dates with myself because that's the foundation of, of creating more wealth in your life, which I know y'all want to do, like in more freedom in your life. You have to have a system that allows you to do that. Just like you need a system and habits for all the other stuff you want to create in your life. That's what we work on in Commit to Your Vision that follows Clarify Your Vision. And this year's Commit to Your Vision is going to be good because we have a retreat planned and it's going to be my favorite place. If you listen to the show, you might know what that is. So I'll let you know later. But we're already like scheming about that. Um, Jen, who works with me, who I love, shout out to Jen. Uh, to design the Commit to Your Vision program, we've been working on even uh, cute things to go with it, like the package that people will get in the mail of the gifts and uh, different clothing and a mug and the workbook. And just like, mm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about this next year. Okay. Did I even give you my tips yet? The seven tips? No, because I've been going on a rant because I'm just excited about life. Okay. Let me give you those tips. And then again, remember the details to sign up for Clarify Your Vision online retreat, which means you can show up in your PJs and your comfies and we can just set that time and vision together. You know how you know how helpful it is to be around people that have that higher energy that are doing this work with you. You know, that makes a huge difference. You know that you are more likely, 95% more likely to do it if you have people that you are meeting with in a set time that you're meeting. So do yourself that favor that you put it in the calendar. Do it now. Do it because you're so intentional that you were setting it up for January so you can enjoy this season. Okay, I digress. I just want you to be there and I want to see you. So I will have that link in the details of this episode. All right, now we got to the tips. We got to get to the tips because homegirl's got to go get her laptop fixed. That's the meeting I have. My laptop crashed. Oh, it's not. No, I'm not going to call it crash because I can still use it right now. It's just flashing craziness in front of me. It's my second screen that I need to replace on my Mac. Anywho, I had, I don't know if I said this on the podcast already, but the other day when this happened, I was telling my sister how 
like I remember last time this happened, I was so anxious about it. And I was like, oh, my, like my work is on my laptop. Like, what am I going to do? It stressed me out so much. And this year I just felt like, okay, if this is the worst of my problems, man, do I have a blessed life, man. You know, like I want you to think about that. Whatever is going on in your life, you know, not to compare, but y'all know that people have it so much worse. You know that. Um, it doesn't take away from like the pain or anything that we're dealing with, but just to put it in perspective that a lot of the stuff that we stress out about, that we let take our energy down and ruin our days and our time with the people that we love when we'll never get that time back, like is just stupid stuff. Stupid. Like the screen, like I think about it, it's like, this is the worst of my problems. It's like, I have, I'm so grateful I have the money to fix the screen. Because I remember a time in my life when I was broke, like I remember in uh, college, in my early years in college, like I struggled. If something broke, it was really rough for me. And I remember really stressing out about it. I remember when I got, when I got uh, speeding tickets and I couldn't pay for them. Like I just, all that stress, like the, I couldn't buy the food that I wanted. And now I'm like, I like this, I didn't even balk this. I'm like, okay, it costs that much. All right, whatever. You know, like I can pay it. So I'm just like noticing all those like flipping it and just noticing how I am blessed. Even like stuff like we're doing a bathroom remodel. I can't, I'm going to show y'all. Get on my Instagram because at Ange Barnard, if you don't follow me, I'm trying to be, I'm not trying to be on there more. I don't think that's the right word to say. Um, but when it's fun and it feels good to me to share something with you, I will pop on there. And like yesterday I shared that my husband got this, I know this is a ranty episode, forgive me, but we are going to get to the tips, but I just want to talk to you so bad. Okay. So my husband uh, got this new like motorcycle thing. I'm calling it a motorcycle, but let's be real. It's, it's actually more of like an advanced moped. That's really what it is. And he's been on this wait list to get this. So it's been like over a year. He had to put down money and they said it's like a Honda dealership. And they were like, yeah, we don't know if we're going to get it here or not, but you can put some money down and you'll be like the first on the list if we do get it. It's kind of one of those things that they, they send out this specific model to multiple different Honda dealerships. But they, they don't know. There's not a set amount of like them that are going to go to each location. It's kind of random. So he put in his like cap, the money down and they called him most recently and said that we have one in. They got one. It's like army green. It looks like an old school version of like this amped up moped. And this, I'm just going to tell you this whole story y'all. So I, um, he had me go drive with him. It's like an hour and a half away to go get this moped. Mind you, homeboy was going to drive it home. He's never drove this thing because it's like an amped up moped so not just his normal moped he's used to driving so this guy is teaching him how to drive it in the parking lot it's cold as f outside and it's getting late getting dark and he's like i'm gonna drive this home and i'm like okay like this just doesn't seem like a good idea because he didn't even know how to drive this thing but the guy was like showing him in the parking lot and he like we're going through like a busy road and then he's gonna take back roads anywho he literally was so he drove home he made it home thank god i was praying like the whole time and it's like two hours later, two, I don't know, two and a half. It was a long time till he got home. And it was late, late. He gets home and he's shaking so bad from being cold because he didn't have gloves on. Mind you, it's like really cold outside. He was shaking for over an hour, like couldn't stop shaking. Uh, and he made it home and it was safe. It was all as well. But anyways, yesterday we, he, we took this moped 
thing out he's like let's go for a ride so i put like snow pants on and like i looked like i was doing a snowmobile ride and i posted this on my instagram and he took me down the road to subway and we had subway for dinner we ate it and then he took me back it was really fun uh to do but it's like this just these things that bring you joy you know anyhow there's so many other things that have been bringing me joy that i want to talk to you about i want to say too some of y'all have been tagging me on instagram and you just like say you love the show and you share it and it makes my heart so happy. Those are little God winks to me that you bless me with to tell me that I'm on the, on the right path and that it's making a difference. So I just want to say thank you so much for that. I got to give a shout out to my girl, though, Jordan J, who posted a review recently on the podcast. Mind you, remember, please post a review if you haven't done so. If you're listening on Spotify, you can just hit the stars. They don't have a way to write anything yet, or maybe they do. I don't know. But on Apple, if you scroll down to where the ratings and reviews are, you have to hit the the stars. So you go to five stars if you like the show, and then you hit write a review. It's in tiny little letters. It says write a review. You click it. You have to write something or it won't post, and then you hit submit. So Jordan wrote this and I just want to give a shout out to her and I also want to teach in it as I'm talking through this stuff because I bet you can relate to her and some of the things she's been going through. She says, I stumbled on this podcast during a very transitional time in my life. Isn't it so cool when you stumble across something where you feel like it's helping you? It's like, you know, it's like something's given to you at the right time. Anywho, she stumbled across it. That's that's meant to be. And she says, I'm taking big risk in my life and consistently find myself doubting everything. Totally normal. We know the subconscious triggers that anytime we're stepping out into unfamiliar territory. This is why you want to make the unfamiliar familiar. You got to train your brain. So totally normal, right? The self-doubt kicking in. But she says this, but I feel such a shift in myself and my energy where I'm feeling so powerful. Yeah. Awesome. And she says, Ange has affirmed everything I've been thinking and made me know I'm in the right place. One of my favorite mantras. You are right where you're supposed to be. Everything is happening for me and I'm right where I'm supposed to be. The more that I tell myself, the more my energy goes up when I tell myself that. And she says, she is so relatable and real. And I literally feel like I know her and she's my best cheerleader. That makes my heart so happy. And you all really know me on the show. Like how I talk on the show, this is how I really am for real. This is me, the weird one, that ranty, chatty, high energy. This is me. There's so many more things I want to tell you, which I'll tell you soon. It's like I have a hard times just keeping secrets and things from you all, like things that are coming up that I want you to know. It's just so hard for me because I feel like I know you and you're my friend. And, you know, anyways, um, she says, like, she's in my mind. I love her approach. She balances faith with real world relatable examples. That makes my heart so happy because of the kind of person I want to be, a faith filled person. I want to keep it real, though. I don't want to be weird. I got to tell you this for real. When I was looking for my husband, when I was intentional about who I wanted to marry, I made a list. I actually read this book. It's called True Love Dates. And I and it said, write all your green lights. Write all your red lights. Like stop. If you see this in a character, in someone, it's not for you. It's about you being intentional. It was like you creating your vision, you know? And I got this book a long time ago. And it, and it said, write all your, your green lights. So my green lights, I wrote down, all these things I wanted to see in someone. And it's like, I prayed over this list. It was like my vision of a partner. And I ended up meeting my husband. But anywho, one of the things on there was that I wanted to find a guy that was like strong in his faith, but wasn't weird. I was like, can you can you have a strong faith? Can you love God, but not be weird as F? You know what I mean? That's weird to say, but I got to say it. I know it's judgy, but I got to say it. Because sometimes 
I just feel like this. Like I wanted someone who's like, yeah, you'll go to church with me, but I can talk to you about my spirituality. I can talk to you about other things, you know, that are happening in, in my life and energy and all this stuff. I can talk to you about that. And you're not going to be like, you know, you're weird. And you're also like, you could go have a drink with me. We could go to the brewery. We could, you know, it's like, that's what I wanted. I want you to keep it real with me, but I also want you to love God. And I like literally made that clear. And it's like, I'm so grateful because that I found my husband. Like we think the same on our faith and our values, but it was intentional, super intentional. I had a vision for that. And then it came into my life in the best way. And I don't know if you all have heard on the show, I've talked about how I met my husband before. Maybe I'll share it again if you haven't heard it in past episodes, but it's a really cool story that involves a TV show that was on Netflix, y'all. It's such a good story. And uh, anyways, I wasn't on that show. He was, though. But we'll we'll continue moving forward. Anyways, what else does she says? She says uh, she's a beautiful soul. Thank you so much. And she came into my life at the perfect time. No coincidences. No coincidences that you're listening to the show at all. You're right where you're supposed to be. If you're listening right now, there's a reason. There's something here that you're supposed to hear. I really believe that. So thank you all so much for leaving reviews. And please leave some more if you haven't done so. Okay, now we are on to our tips. Okay, let's go. Finally. (laughs) Okay, we have seven tips to have a fun and fulfilling holiday season. Number one is create a vision for the holiday season. You know, I'm all about that vision. What's your vision for this holiday season? Like, what do you, how do you want it to be? How do you want to feel this holiday season? I want you to think about that. If you're like, I want to have fun, I want to have peace, what's going to help you feel that way? I thought about me wanting to have fun. So I found this really cool game on Amazon. It's like a funny car, like game that you pull cards and you have to do a certain thing. And it's a, I, I got to find it. I will, I'll let you know in a future episode what it is, but it's saved in my notes somewhere. But you pull the card and it's like, you, you got to say something or do something and who you can't laugh. So your goal is to like hold in your laughter and whoever laughs ends up like losing in some way. So I'm bringing that game to our our family Christmas because I was like, that'll be so fun to play together. And remember, that aligns with how I want to feel. That aligns with my vision. So I'm doing things that help generate those feelings. That's what I'm talking about. Create your vision and then you act like that person. And you bring in things in your life that align with that vision. You want to do that for your life. You also want to do it for this holiday season. If you're like, I don't want to be stressed out about gifts, then what do you need to do to make sure you're not stressed? I'll tell you what I do. This is my another tip in here somewhere is I make a Christmas list with a list of people that I am wanting to buy for and the gifts, my gift ideas and the amounts that I'm going to spend that I'm allocating, going back to that language, that I'm allocating towards that gift for that person to bring them joy. So I've been making this list for the past like several years. I make a copy of the same lift list. I save it on Notion. And again, it only has a few things on it. It has the name, my ideas for gifts, what I actually bought them and how much it cost. So I write that down and it can check off that list. And what's really exciting is this year we had talked to my family about how, so my family buys everybody gifts. It doesn't matter how old you are. So who's ever showing up to the Christmas party, they're all going to get gifts from everybody. And it's a lot. It can be like, sometimes you feel like you're shopping for things. It's not intentional because you're like, I just got to get them something, you know, or they have everything they need. And it just felt like not very good because I want to be intentional about my gifts. 
So anyways, uh, this year was cool because we talked about this. Like, how do we want to feel? Like, in my sister was like, let's just do for the adults. For sure, let's do all the kids. But for the adults, let's just do the name draw. Like, each of us will draw one person. And we'll just really like pour into them and then they'll see receive that one chunk of gifts. And it's like, yeah, that feels so much better. And it feels like you still can shop. You still can be intentional. You still have fun, but it's not crazy, you know. So and we had a limit on that. So that really helped. So my suggestion here is that Christmas list with the list of the people, the, the amounts, you're setting a vision for what you want to gift people. This is just about you being intentional. There's a lesson here. You know what makes you feel better? is that you're intentional about your gifts, you know, in your life. And think about that. Let's just switch this up. You're intentional about using the gifts God gave you too. That's what helps you feel more better in your life, more joy, intentionality. All right. So I'm going to recap these. Don't worry. Uh, Another tip I have for yourself is to take care of yourself well through this season. Keep your morning routine going. When you can, wherever you are, even if you have to do like mini versions of it, something is better than nothing. Every little bit counts. That's another mantra that I tell myself. Every little bit counts. This will help you with that all or nothing mentality. You don't want to run the all or nothing mindset. If I can't do all of it, then I can do any of it. That's a low energy. But if you're like something over nothing or every little bit counts. That's of the higher energy. That's what I tell myself. So that means for my morning routine, if I can't do my normal half hour or whatever it is, then I'll do five minutes of moving my body, five minutes of being intentional about what I want to happen for today, five minutes of journaling. Uh, Drink a lot of water. Just going to say that, because especially with the cold season for a lot of us that are in areas where it's getting cold, we can like forget about drinking the water. So make sure you're getting your water in. Have a plan for that. I just pulled out my big gallon water jug which I feel like is a little, it's a lot. It's a little obnoxious sometimes to travel around with it. It works great when I'm at home. But like when I'm traveling, I got myself uh, a new straw. It's, I drink so much water, like a straw drink, when I have a cup with a big straw in it. So that really helps me. Uh, putting things in it if you need to, like, you know, electrolytes or whatever it is that you think is yummy in there that would, lemon, you know, that kind of stuff is going to help you. Healthy alternatives to things if you know you have weaknesses around them during this holiday season. What's not going to make you feel good is if you gain a bunch of weight this holiday season and you feel like crap in your body. That's not going to make you feel good. So instead, be thinking about what are the weaknesses I might have and how might I navigate those? So for me, for example, like if I know I'm going somewhere and of course, like enjoy yourself, but just being intentional is what we're talking about here is for me is like I will bring it sometimes my own dessert options with me that I made that I know are like healthier versions of things or I follow a three bite rule, meaning whatever it is I desire, I might be like, I'm going to have three bites of that pie or three bites of that cookie, but then I'm going to choose that I don't need any more of that. I'm just going to enjoy those three bites. Creating rules for yourself is really going to serve you. I do this with so many things, like the three-bite rule, three bites of veggies before I have any meal. Remember we talked about the glucose goddess episode where we talked about your glucose and really like stabilizing your, your blood sugar and not having spikes and the issues that come with having spikes. One way that you can reduce that is have veggies before you eat anything. So you have that fiber foundation. 
So three bites of veggies before anything is going to, and it's going to drastically reduce the glucose spike before you have the carb, the heavy carb stuff, three bites of the veg- veggies. Even before you had like a dessert, whatever it is, three bites first of that is going to help you or getting that veggie foundation in your belly first. That will help slow the release of the glucose for whatever is to come. It'll completely change how your body receives that sugar spike or that carb spike, which ultimately is the the sugar spike. That's what it creates. That's what I'm saying. So another rule, three bites of veggies before any meal. It's just one of my rules. I'm just sharing some of my rules with you. Um, Three bites of whatever I'm allowing myself to have and that feels good to me. If you want more, then allow yourself to have more. Change your rules. See, these are just my rules. A full glass of water before any meal. That's another rule that I practice. Makes me feel good. Walking after eating. This is another thing that helps you reduce that glucose spike and the negative impact of some of the foods maybe that you might have ate. So just even a quick movement right after you eat. Bringing comfy, snuggly clothes to wherever I'm going for the holiday season, I want to feel good, you know, and that makes me feel good. So I always bring snuggly clothes. Um, I might not wear that like to the dinner because I might want to be cute. So I might wear like um, a cute like uh, Christmassy dress or something, you know, holiday dress or something like I put some cute earrings on. But you best believe homegirl has her, her uh, snow, not snow pants, probably have my snow pants too, let's be real, um, especially if it's cold. But like, uh, what am I trying to say? Sweatpants, having them. In fact, my niece said the other day, she's like, wow. And I said, what? And she's just like a little sassy thing. And she's like, I thought you'd be wearing your, your sweatpants, those gray sweatpants that you always wear. Like she was like disgusted by it. You know, she's like, but you don't have them on today. I was like, yeah, like, but I do have them. They're in my bag, actually. I packed them. I'm going to change into them later. Um, But they make me feel really good. So what are you going to wear that's going to help you feel good? Sometimes we wear stuff that doesn't help us feel good. The shoes that really hurt. The pants that are so tight that squeeze us. That affects our energy. So be thinking about that. And then the fourth tip I have for you is to remember that this moment will never come again. I just shared this little Instagram video clip thing, real, I guess, uh, on my Facebook the other day, joking because Ian was gone for a dental thing all week. And I said, I missed him so much. And I, it was almost like he was gone away for the war for years, but really he was gone a few days. And I was watching old videos of us, like just missing him. And there's this one that has this quote, it's from a TEDx talk where she talks about this prayer. And the prayer is basically, is like noticing that this moment and the way things are happening will never come again. The way that you eat breakfast with the person in the morning, that breakfast moment with that person at that exact moment, that's never gonna come again. That sunrise, that same sunrise is never gonna come again. You may have a different sunrise, but not that one. So it was just like this reminder that to really enjoy this moment. So remember that this moment's never going to come back again. The season's not going to come back again. So don't expect it to be perfect. Nothing is perfect. So let go of the expectations and just try to and really enjoy the moment. Just find the joy in all the things. Like I told you about my laptop. Find the joy there. Find the thing to be grateful for, even if something is off. So many people get themselves miserable because they're so attached. Have you ever seen that? Like this holiday season, someone's like, I wanted this dish to be this way and I got burnt and it's ruined now. And it's like this whole day is ruined. It's like, why would you let that ruin your day? You know, 
It's because you are attached to things. Oh, you wanted so-and-so to show up and they can't come for whatever reason. And now it's going to ruin your day. It's like being attached to that, not letting it go. So really think about, can you let things go and be open for something great to show up? Because if you're still holding on to the old thing and attached to it and wanting it to be a certain way, then you're not leaving that room for God to bring in goodness that you may have never seen coming. So that's something to think about. Don't get mad, get curious. That's another tip I have for you. So I want you to do this. Anytime someone triggers you, notice that it's like, that's okay, it's triggering. You notice that and you might find yourself getting mad, but then shift and be like, I'm curious. I'm curious why they would be that way. I'm curious why they think that's okay to talk to someone like that. Why it's okay to, you know, why they show up that way. What's going on in their life? What pain is caused, like, you know, that kind of stuff. What pain is happening for them? When you start showing up curious, it shifts your own energy. When you're mad, being mad and upset and angry at someone, that's a lower energy, a lower frequency. It's not on the same channel as curiosity. Curiosity is higher. So if you just do that to yourself, do that shift and be like, I wonder why. I wonder why they would be that way. I wonder why she's so attached to controlling situations. Where does that come from? Is it maybe from her own not enoughness and that's why she shows up that way? You know, maybe Satan's getting at her that day. Like it just shifts the way you see someone. Curiosity, that lens, it's of a higher energy. So I always tell myself that. Like there's been times I've been facilitating a class and someone has said something mean in the class and it's like that could take my whole energy down. But instead I'm like, huh, I wonder why they're showing up that way. So instead of getting mad, I get curious. I don't allow myself to be taken down from it. I I might feel it. Don't don't get me wrong. I feel it first, but I don't allow myself to stay down with it. It's like I notice that sandbag trying to keep me down, my hot air balloon down, and I cut that sandbag and I rise up with curiosity. That's what I'm talking about. Can you do that when you are in these situations that may be difficult around people that may be very difficult to be around? Can you show up from a place of curiosity, which is ultimately in that same state where that love and gratitude, all that stuff lives, which you were really called to be in the hardest of situations. So don't get mad, get curious. Okay, another thing you can tell yourself is to validate that person in the sense of how they feel. So you can say it makes a lot of sense that so-and-so would act that way given the fact that they were never taught differently given the fact that they experienced so many hard things in their life and they're having a hard time coming back from it. Makes a lot of sense. This doesn't mean you're saying it's okay, right? Like it's, a, it's the way to be and you think it's awesome. You're just saying it makes a lot of sense given their mindset, given the tools, given whatever. That is very helpful too. And even telling someone that, validating them, one of the best coaching skills you can have is acknowledging and validating. When someone is complaining a lot, acknowledge how they're feeling and say, makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense that this would bother you so much, given the fact that you tried really hard to fix this for years. You know, that's an example of it. Makes a lot of sense that you'd be upset in this situation. When you do that kind of stuff with people, they'll be like, you see a shift in them and they're like, I feel heard. I feel seen. And that's what everybody wants is to feel heard and seen. The people that are acting like fools, it's that. It's usually that reason too. It's like they need love so badly. But what sucks is they act that way and then we end up hating on them too. And it's like they're not receiving the love that they actually need. Unless there's someone there that has a higher awareness that can show up from that place of curiosity and love and grace, all those things. Okay, 
The other tip I have for you is to show up in ways that make you proud. We're always talking about this. What will make you proud of how you show up? Instead of getting mad at someone, this kind of goes back to the last tip. Getting curious, that's probably going to make you proud. Um, but also like thinking about what you're going to bring to an event. Would it make you proud to like bring a cool dish of food that you tried out? Would that make you proud of how you showed up? Uh, would it make you proud to bring a fun game? Would it make you proud to wear certain kinds of clothes and theme it out and you and your significant other like match? I don't know. What would make you proud of how you showed up? Kind of energy do you want to bring in? That's just a good question to be thinking about that helps you with that vision as well. And then the seventh tip I have for you is choose to be present and not get too ahead of yourself about what's next. Don't miss this moment because you're so busy planning the next. So instead, what you can do is decide when you are going to plan the next year's vision instead of getting wrapped up in it, which is you can decide that you're going to attend the Clarify Your Vision online retreat and do it on the January 20th or January 21st. Again, details are in this episode. All right, that, those are all the things. Let's quick recap and we'll end this episode for today so you can go out and have an awesome day. Number one is create a vision for the holiday season. How do you want to feel? What would help you feel that way? There might be some things you need to take out that you were planning to do because it doesn't cause you to feel the way that you want to feel. That's something to think about too. Number two is to take care of yourself well through this season. Keep your morning routines, even if they're mini versions, Remember, every little bit counts. Drink that water. Have all healthy alternatives to things. Know your weaknesses. Create some rules for yourself. Three bite rule is an example. Three bites of veggies rule. Drinking some water before a meal. Walking after eating. Um, even walking before. I feel really good when I walk before and I move my body and then I sit down and have a meal. It just feels really good too. And then bringing your clothes that make you feel good other things to think about. Make a Christmas list. Be intentional about who you are shopping for and how much you want to give. Um, find ways to make it less stressful on you. Like how can it be easier? Ask yourself that. Fourth tip is remember that this moment, moment is never coming again, this exact moment. Don't expect it to be perfect. Unattached. Something doesn't go your way. It's like, oh, okay, I'm open. Got them open for anything else that you want to bring in versus attached and holding on to it. Notice that energy. Don't get mad. Get curious. Remember that when anyone acts a fool around you, switch to curiosity. Validation makes a lot of sense that you would behave that way given your mindset, given what you've learned, given X, Y, Z, that helps. So the sixth tip is show up in ways that make you proud. Ask yourself, what's going to make you proud? What kind of energy that you would bring would make you proud? What kind of clothes would you wear that would make you proud? What kind of dish would you bring if you're going to bring food? All of that stuff. What else would make you proud? How you showed up with someone that maybe in the past really triggered you. Maybe this year is different. You're going to show up in a way that makes you proud. Um, the seventh tip is to choose to be present and not get too ahead of yourself. Enjoy this moment for reals. All the other stuff can wait. What matters most is that you are bringing joy to your situation. Put on the calendar when you're going to clarify that vision, though. January 23rd, 21st. Again, details in this episode. That is all. I hope you have an amazing day. I will talk to you soon. Bye.